the real Christians, all the real uh, spiritual people that come to church on long weekend, right? So you guys, that's you guys this morning, so, so fantastic. And, and, and it's, uh, it's just a, always an honor to have people here, and especially families uh, that are here just celebrating with their ones getting baptized this morning. That is so good, life-changing, um, life-changing. Maybe, maybe uh, as Shannon was just uh, mentioning, our worship leader just before, if maybe that's been a challenge to you about getting water baptized, do you know what? At the next service, we've got a water baptism service as well. So maybe, maybe be bold, be brave. We've got some spare towels here as well. You just need to change your clothes or you can borrow someone else's anyway. But that will be so good afterwards. But hey, but welcome everyone. It's fantastic to, to have everyone with us. And if you are here for the first time or, or you're new to Elam, it's a real honor. We, we treat it as an honor to have you with us this morning. And I just want you to sit back and relax and, and eat your crunchy bar this morning. That would be so good. Well, Elam Christian Center exists to be a center of hope to reach, serve, and influence our community, our world for God. And one of the things I love about uh, this church and, and about Elam is that we, we, we have four things that, we, that, that kind of drives us in that. And the first one is that uh, our heart is that to help everybody on their journey to know God. And you've seen that in, in, in evidence this morning, people taking that step and that journey of water baptism, knowing God and, and growing deeper in their relationship with Him. Everybody's looking at my boxes. I'll stand here. <laughs> and the second step is, is this, is that uh, to find freedom. See, we all have a journey. We all have a path that we've been on. And, and, and I want to tell you today that from, from my experience, my life, I believe what the Bible says is that the only place we can find real freedom is in Jesus Christ and in, his, in the kingdom of God. And, and the third part is that, is that you were created with a purpose. And, and, and as a church, you'll see people wearing black T-shirts this morning with the Dream Team on it. And, uh, and our whole purpose is to help you discover your purpose what God has placed inside of your heart and, and finally is how to make a difference that together everyone in the dream team this morning everyone serving up here what, making a huge difference in people's hearts and lives I've got to tell you there's nothing more fulfilling that I've discovered in serving others helping others to take that next step in their journey with the Lord so, so fantastic Well, uh, now, now what I need to let you know about as well is that, um, that last week we started a series called Sounds Familiar uh, we had uh, Dr. Lee Hans Stemmett with us last week, and, and, and he talked about resilience uh, and stress and gave us some tools on how we, can, uh, how we can journey through those different parts of our lives when we're, when we're stressed and, and discovering what resilience is. And, and, he, and he told us and, and it gave us some information about how science around those topics is actually found all in the Bible. Uh, science is nothing new. Uh, the Bible discovered that many, many thousands of years ago for us that would help us today. And, and today I wanted to, I actually kind of changed my mind with what I was going to uh, share with you guys today because, because I, I really felt there's a, a great story in the Bible that I just kind of felt was for today, for us and for you uh, and for me. And, uh, and it's the story of, and if, uh, of Caleb and Joshua. Uh, it's a story about a bunch of spies who went on a reconnaissance mission and come back with a report. And it's also about their tomorrow, the next day that they, they, come on, let's pray right now. Father, Lord, right now I pray that, Lord, would you come and would you speak to our hearts right now, Father? I pray for every person searching, Father, needing a something from you this morning, oh God. Lord, I thank you that you're a great Father. That, Lord, you're a loving and so kind to us, Father. So, Lord, would you pour out your mercy and your grace and your love today? Lord, would you speak real clear to hearts and lives in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't know about you, but this year has been one of those years 
uh, I was going to say to remember, uh, or maybe not to remember, and, and, and it's kind of been one of those years where, where you and I, where we started off as we do every year on January the 1st. I must say January is a great month. There's some incredible people born in January. Uh, it's a fantastic month to have their birthday. But we all started on the 1st of January, and, and we, all, we all started that, you know, some maybe have put in some New Year's resolutions. We thought about, well, this is going to be a fantastic year. There's going to be some amazing things happen this year. We want to go here. We want to do this. And, and we kind of lined up our whole year with looking at what we were going to achieve or do. And, and, and uh, we, we also know that, that because our years are, uh, have they have an end date as well, and, and so, hopefully I've got the right one, yep, I've got the right one, uh, and uh, years, because we, we thought between here and here, there's some things that we wanted to, to achieve, and we wanted to experience, and, and maybe to take another step in different areas of our lives, and, and, and that's kind of a, a normal year, right, this 2020 as we started off this year, but, but halfway, well, not even a halfway through, we had this, something happened uh, back here on the 25th of March, called, uh, you might not have heard about this, but so I'll just tell you now, uh, called, called COVID and a global pandemic. It kind of hit New Zealand about here, and, and, and that turned us all into, like, like, what's going on here? You've got to stay home. You can't go out. You can't go to work. Woohoo! some people said. Uh, but you had to, like, stay safe, and we learned some different words about social distancing, physically distancing from others because of this thing that hit us there. And, and it was, there was a year that we, we just didn't kind of, we weren't expecting that back here, right? We, we didn't even kind of know about it back there, but then this hit, and, and then, but wait, there's more. Then, then we, come to, we come to March, we come to about here, and then there was a second lockdown. It's like, it's like what is going on? We're having to do this all over again, and, and, and it was amazing to think that we didn't kind of think about that it was going to happen, anything was going to be different here, apart from we were going to do some stuff, we were going to travel overseas and do some of those great things, and, and, and then there's something amazing that is about today. I need to tell you about today. Here we are today. And tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe I'm Mr. Box. Maybe, oh no. <laughs> About tomorrow. We're here today. Uh, and, and, and I want to kind of suggest that today affects tomorrow. I want to kind of suggest that we're going to look at a story about some people that gave a report from all of this. And, and, and in this story that we're going to have a look at today, the, the, the spies, they went into a land that God was giving them. Twelve spies. Ten come back and said, no way, we can't do this. Two come back and said, yes, we can. Yeah. I want to kind of suggest today that you and I can draw a line in the sand of today. We, we, can, we can look back at this year, this year. I really specifically want to talk about this year. Because it's been a year like no others that you've experienced or I've experienced. We want to look at this year. But I want to talk about some things that will impact on you tomorrow that looks at the rest of this because what's happened here doesn't need to happen in here. Or what you felt or what you experienced doesn't need to control what happens from tomorrow onwards. Uh, that there's a report that you can choose to accept or choose to believe that affects your tomorrow and for the rest of this. 
See, it's amazing how, how we can choose to look at some of these things, just like some spies did many, many years ago and said, no, we can't. We can't do it. And, and, and some fear crept in and crept into their lives, and, and they decided to believe a report that affected all of this. And, and this morning, I, I, I've got to, got to say that all of that does affect this. But I want to suggest how we see that can be turned around for an amazing part of this. Because all of what happens today kind of culminates. All of this culminates into your tomorrow. How are you going to live it? What are you going to choose to believe tomorrow? For some, you're sitting here and you're thinking, "Well, well, this has been so hard. And it has. It's been difficult. It really has. There's been a lot of fear and anxiety and all of those things. Can I say here today that I know someone with an incredibly powerful name that can change all of that and turn all of this around for you tomorrow? Amazing. Amazing. How will you let all of that influence all of that? What will you believe? What will you see coming forward to so here's our character. Our character is Caleb. Uh, we're going to pick on this morning. And, and just a little bit of context for you around Caleb. And uh, He was born in the nation of Israel while it was in slavery in Egypt. And he spent his first 40 years, hands up all the 40-year-olds. No, don't put your hand up. 40 years uh, as life as a slave. There might be, you know, <laughs> I'd have to put my hand up. Um, in slavery. But he spent his first 40 years as a slave. And, and more than likely constructing and building Egypt's great building projects, but, but in those cultures, uh, names were given to people uh, based on the circumstances of their birth, and that kind of reflected the season that they were in, like, like for example, Moses. When you look at Moses' name, it, it means to draw out. Uh, and if you know that story, it's around that he was drawn out of the water of the Nile, uh, and, and for Peter, Peter, his name means rock. Uh, and in Scripture, it talks about how his confession of Jesus being the Savior, the Messiah, uh, and saying that upon this rock, he, Jesus will build his church. Amazing, the power of names, Caleb. So Caleb's name means this. It's a Hebrew name, which means faithful, devotion, wholehearted, bold and brave. And, and when Caleb, Caleb was, reached his 40 years of age, God powerfully and miraculously freed Israel from slavery in Egypt. And the nation journeyed, as you might be aware, like if you've seen movies like Prince of Egypt and all that similar to that kind of thing, they, they journeyed through this desert looking for this promised land that God was going to give them. And, and it comes to this point here where, where Moses, the leader at the time, he selected 12 people 12 spies to go, in, to go into this land that was promised to them uh, and take a, a look at it and see how fruitful it is, how good it is, uh, and any issues there, and to come back after 40 days and give a report on it. And, and, and so we pick up, we're going to pick up the story right here now. We're going to pick up the story of the report, uh, what, what the spies reported, what they saw and what they fed back. It's kind of like looking back from this. It's kind of like looking back here. And coming to today and giving a report that changes that day there. Come on. So if you on the on the big screen, we should have some scriptures coming up here. So in Numbers chapter 13, uh, it says this. It says, They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. It was a fruitful land. 
Uh, Then they told him and said, We went into the land where you sent us, and it truly does flow with milk and honey. And this is its fruits. They showed them some of the the fruit that they brought back. It was huge. Verse 28, Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very, very large. But moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. And Anak was the, were people of, of giant, of large stature. They, the, some, some believe that uh, Goliath, you might have heard that story, David and Goliath, that, that uh, Goliath was come from uh, a descendant of one of those tribes as well. So they were big, giant people. The, the Amalekites dwelt in the land in the south, and the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites, and all the Zites that you can think of dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb. He quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession. For we are well able to overcome it. But the men, isn't it, isn't it a pain when the butts get in the way all the time? Our butts seem to get in the way all of the time. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which, which they had spied out. Uh, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all of the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. It was a report that had, a, had just a little bit of fear in it, had a little bit of maybe not trusting God in it. And, and it's amazing how the, the numbers were against Joshua and Caleb, that it was a 10 to 2. But Caleb said, Caleb agreed with what they were saying. He says, yes, the people are big, but our God is so much bigger and far more powerful. So, so what caused Caleb to come up with such a conclusion? Have you ever thought about that? You know, because he, he saw the same things as all the other 10 spies saw, but, but I'm convinced of this. I'm convinced that he believed, Caleb believed God's promises wholeheartedly. He, he believed them specifically, that God would, be, would powerfully deliver Israel from the oppression, which he did, and then he would bring them into the land he had promised. See, see as I see it from Caleb, the, there's, there's this, is that from Caleb's life, I see either you have big problems and a small God, or you have a big God and small problems. Yeah, come, on. come on, let's get it around the right way. Either you have big problems and a small God, or you have a God who is so big and your problems seem so small. And, and I think that's how Caleb viewed it. He trusted God, and he trusted the faithfulness of God to keep his promises. So much so that even 45 years later, we're going to kind of jump through a bit of the story here, that 45 years later, Caleb is now 85 years old. He's 85 years old. And the nation of Israel, they've they've now entered the land anyway because they wandered around this thing called a desert for quite a few years. Uh, And and Israel, but they've now entered the land and and it's now come time to do the hard work of possessing the land, like like taking ownership of the land. And, And Caleb passionately asked if he might stake a claim on a certain part of this land. And in his plea, Caleb reminds reminded his fellow spy, which is Joshua, who's now the boss, now the leader, that he had followed God wholeheartedly. See, put another way, when Colin, uh, Caleb, not Colin, well, Colin and Caleb, had followed God as a 40-year-old leader, and he was still following God as an 85-year-old. 
It was no fad. It was no, no flash-in-the-pan sort of season in his life. It was not a, a New Year's resolution that, had made, uh, that he'd made and promptly broken. After 45 years, the Bible says that he was still going strong. He was going strong, and he wanted to accomplish great things for God, no matter his age, for God's glory. Caleb was faithful over a long haul. How about you? Because the reality for you and for me is, is this is that, that I want us to see today that, that God is just as faithful here yeah. uh-huh. as he is here. God loves you just as much here as he does here. Yeah. God is with you just as much through here as he promises to be over here. I want you to, to, to remember today that God is faithful to you and to me. Sometimes our issue is timing. We want it today. God, you should have sorted this day out. This, this day here should have never happened. The thing I know about my God, that his love is for us and for you is so strong that he will be with us for his glory. So what do you do? What, what do we do while we wait for God's promises? And, and how do we live and, and, and trust? And how do we trust God's promises and, and the faithfulness of, of, our, of our God? Well, I've got three quick five things this morning. And, and the first one is this, is that we, we have to remain faithful to God. See, the Bible says that all of the spies that went into the land, they, they all saw how amazing the land was. They, they, and they also all saw how big the people were and the cities were great. But when they reported back, 10 said we can't, and 2 said God was giving us this land, we certainly can. Joshua and Caleb, well, well, they remained faithful. Uh, They remained faithful to what God had said and his promises. Uh, But the other 10, like, they let just a little bit of fear in. And a little bit of fear, a little bit of unfaithfulness, it changed the whole picture. Just a little bit changes a lot. Just a little bit mixed in affects a whole lot. And there was, there was a mum. There, there, was, there was a mum, and her son come to her one day and said, Mum, I want to have some friends over to have a movie night to watch a movie, but, but I know what you're going to say, the boy said to his mum. He says, it's one of those movies. I know you're probably going to say no, but it's only got a little bit of violence in it, just a little bit. It's not much. They won't even recognise it. It'll go so fast they won't even know anything. Said, but Mum, can I please, 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 as kids do. So the mum kind of decided to say, okay, well, yes, son, you can. And son, you invite your friends over to watch that movie and, and I'm going to make you some chocolate brownie so you, you and your friends can feed up on this chocolate brownie. So the boy invites all his friends over and they come, they settle down for this movie. The mum goes to the kitchen and the pantry, gets all the ingredients out and, and starts making the cake. And uh, she decided that she walked outside to the backyard, to the corner of the yard where the dog does his business. And she grabbed just a little bit just a little bit of his, and she brought it inside and, and she started mixing it in the cake as you're doing like, like nothing's going wrong, just a little bit. Then she brought it back out to the boys and said, boys, I hope you're enjoying your movie. Here's the chocolate brownie I made for you. But you need to know this. It's just got a little bit of poop in it. It's just a little bit. 
It, it, it's so minor, it's just a little bit. You won't even recognize, you probably won't even know. You'll, it, maybe it won't even adjust, well, it probably will adjust the taste, but, but you won't even know. It's just such a little bit. Hands up here if you know just a little bit infects the whole cake, right? <laughs> How many know just a little bit? Would, oh, there's no way I'm touching that cake. <laughs> but, but we seem to live our lives sometimes by just saying, with just a little bit of fear, just a little bit of maybe unfaithfulness to God here, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit of that, if we, if we let it take a hold of our lives, it, it will affect this here. Just a little bit affects the whole. See, Luke chapter 16, verse 10 says, One who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. See, a little fear... A little fear taints your view of how faithful God is. As you review this year, a little fear taints the picture of God and what he can do or what he can't do. A little bit of unfaithfulness. It taints your view of God and his strength, his ability to do what he said he would do. See, a little bit, the truth is, affects the whole So come on, let's learn to remain faithful to God. The second thing is this. Remember, God is faithful. Remember, God is faithful. One of my most favorite parts of every service is our crunchy bar time, our family time where we give away crunchy bars. We actually keep uh, the Cadbury company in in business, I think, by how many crunchy bars we go go through. But, But I love it how we celebrate birthdays. And we celebrate wedding anniversaries and we celebrate amazing things. There's an incredible picture going to come up here on the screen right now of an amazing day. Doesn't that guy look amazing? (laughs) When I look at that photo, I think, wow, the day that changed my life and especially changed Denise's life. She met the man of her dreams that day. Everything changed. It was like, who life? <laughs> uh, and, and what a day to remember. Just a photo. How I remember that day. And how 26 years and a couple of weeks, I remember that day like it was tomorrow because it was such an amazing day. I got the woman of my dreams there. And she's still here with me right now, lovely and pink. And, and the thing is, is that picture's at the train station. We were standing on the train lines. But the train never come. So that was okay. We were safe. <laughs> The other thing that, uh, can I have that plastic bag, darling, please? The other thing, it's amazing what, what causes you to remember things. Is it a photo? I re- in my hand here, I've got some acorns. You might not be able to see it, but, but these acorns remind me of, of being at the theatre, Harrington Theatre, for four and a half years where this church started. When I see these acorns, I think, wow, they're... Wow, that that gives me a picture of, wow, God, what you've done in these five years. It it reminds me of God's faithfulness, that that small things, small things can grow. See, what's the something of God's faithfulness that you remember? The the something that reminds you of how faithful God is. Is is it the time when you're, 
you're in that desperate spot and, and someone just gave you a few dollars and it changed everything for you? Is, is it that time when, when a friend maybe come around to pray for you, you were in so much pain and, the, and they prayed and the pain left? What, what, what's the thing that reminds you of how faithful God is? Because the truth is, you're, you're, you're exactly the same as me, is that we forget. But what sometimes we remember the hard things and the struggles, and, and then it affects us here. But I want to remind you that even in a year like this, uh, just how faithful God has been, and when we can see his faithfulness and his love and his kindness and, and, and his safety and his security with us, it, it ultimately changes tomorrow and the rest of the year for you. What do you remember? And I, I want to put a bit of a homework or a bit of a challenge in there for you because, because just like these acorns, they remind me that, that after this, this first lockdown that we had, that all of a sudden uh, this church grew by like 50 people from a lockdown. Praise the Lord for lockdowns. Uh, and, and then these acorns remind me where it started and then God gave more. And, and these acorns remind me that of his faithfulness because we, after the first lockdown, we, we decided we, we were going to go to two services because there was more room for more people. Uh, and, and every day I come in here into this place, it reminds me of God's faithfulness. What reminds you of God's faithfulness to you? Because we forget. Second Thessalonians 3, 3, it says, But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. See, as you remember those moments, why don't you write them down? Why don't you take a photo? Why don't you use your phone to put an alarm and to remind you of God's faithfulness every day, every week, every month? Because in those times when things are hard or tough, remember his faithfulness. How faithful that God is to you and your future for tomorrow. The third thing is, band, you guys can come now, that'd be great. The third thing is to revisit the promise. Revisit the promise. See, see have you given up? Have you given up on tackling great things for God? Great things, big things, small things for God? Is it time for you to revisit the promise God gave you maybe many years ago? See, Caleb is now 85 years old. Caleb is now 85 years old. 40 years have passed, and he hasn't forgotten the promise that God made to him. So he revisits a conversation with the now leader, Joshua. And this is what he says in Joshua 14, 10. He says, Now as you can see, the Lord has kept me alive and well as he promised for all these 45 years since Moses made this promise to me. Even while Israel wandered in the wilderness, today I am 85 years old. I am as strong now as I was when Moses sent me in on that journey and I can still travel and I can still fight as well as I could then. So... Give me this mountain. Give me this hill country that the Lord has promised. Have you ever stopped and, and thought about being reminded of the promises of God for your life and, and not like just let them pass you by because there's been a tough year or there's a little bit of fear mixed in there, maybe because you can't remember? Have, have you ever decided to revisit the promise and said, God, like, like he did in his 85th year for Caleb, and said, God, give me this mountain. God, will you do it now? I'm, I'm still young and I'm still uh, energized and I'm still willing to take hold of the promises that you've, even though it's been tough. God, you are still faithful 
and you can do it. Have you ever thought about revisiting that? Because maybe here you're, you're still in the game and you're putting your, putting your best foot forward every, every day. Or, or maybe you've decided to recline on the bench or the sofa and to watch a younger generation attempt great things for God. Can I say, can I say to this, come on, revisit the promise. Tomorrow is your day. Revisit the promise. Reignite their passion for God and for people that He's called you to. Maybe reinvest into your promise some of those things that you've just let go and, and you haven't pursued anymore. Come on, come on. Reinvest into what God has placed in your heart and in your life. There's nothing greater than serving a loving God and a loving Father and, and impacting our world for God, making a difference to those at your workplace and at your school, everywhere you go, because I believe for you today. And I don't say this lightly. I believe for everyone here today, there is more. There is more. Come on, today. Why don't, why don't you choose today to, to reinvest into what God has placed in your heart, the promise. Well, what, what, about, what about reigniting some passion that drives you and, and what God has asked you to do? Well, what, what, about, what about reengaging again with, with family members or workplaces or, or ministries or organisations? that because, because it's time to revisit. It's time to revisit the gift that God has given you. Because the truth is this, is that a person who remains faithful to God and to His purpose will be greatly used by God. A person who remembers that God is faithful will be greatly used by God. A person that doesn't give up, no matter what the ages or the situation, and revisits the promises of God, even though many years may have passed, will be greatly used by God. Caleb shows us this. Caleb shows us to trust fully in God's faithfulness to keep His promises. I think there's, I think there's something about God's faithfulness that we... Because you, you, you might say here, like, I'm, I'm faithful to God. And, and you love the Lord with all your heart and mind. But I felt in my heart today specifically about His purposes. Because we can go through life like, God, where were you here? I love you. I'll do whatever you ask me. But, but what about here? What about your promises for me, for my family, for my kids? What, what about this here? Why did you, how did you, if only you? Today's a new day. Tomorrow's going to come whether you like it or not. Tomorrow morning when you get up, after you've had a Labor Day sleeping, when you get up, I want to remind you of the faithfulness of God, that His plans and His purposes, revisit them. Revisit them for your life. Reignite the passion in His heart for you. Come on, why don't you close your eyes right now. I, I'm going to pray. I, I really felt specifically for, and I'm going to pray for this right now. And if that's you, I just want you to, no one's looking around. This is you and God right here. I really felt that this family's here this morning and, and you've got children and they're doing their stuff. They're doing their, doing their thing and they're away from maybe your house or relationship or whatever and it's breaking your heart. And, and this morning, I, I just really felt that that as you're faithful to God, that, 
and you heard God give you some promises about your children, and maybe grandchildren, but you can't see it right now. I felt specifically all week that there were people here that, that, the, that you needed to revisit the promise for your children that God gave you. Revisit what God said, that they will be strong and mighty pillars in the house of God, that they will, they will live life free. They will live life uh, with the abundance of, of heaven on their side, that they, they will know what it is to be faithful to their families and faithful to God and faithful. And when you think about some of your children or your families right now, that, that's not what's happening. I think God wanted to encourage you today. Hold on to the promise for your kids. Hold on to the promise. Don't let it go. Don't give up. Uh, the year might have looked like that, but the rest of the year, the future could look like this if you don't report badly on that. If you trust God and His faithfulness to the promises He's made to you. Father, I pray for you. If that's you, I just, like, like I say, no one's looking around. If that's you, that's you know, just like, uh, just as a, as a faith statement, as an obedience thing, just why don't you just slip your hand up and down if that's you. But I'm going to pray, pray right across this place. If that's you, just lift your hand right now. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, for our children, Father God, for, for people in our lives, Father, that are, that are just not with you, Father God, where there's some issue or there's some boundary or there's some kind of brokenness, Father God, today. Lord, on behalf of these incredible church family here, Lord, I stand upon your word, Father God. We call our children back in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak health and well-being into them, body, mind, and spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, I want to remind you of the promises made to some incredible families and incredible parents and people here today, oh God. Lord, I want to remind you of your faithfulness and your promises to them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right here. Right now, just wave your eyes still bowed and every eye is still closed. I, I just want to give a, a real quick opportunity for, for you to say, say, Daryl, I'm far away from God right now, but, but today something's stirring in my heart. And can I say that that's God's love touching you right now? And His plans and purposes are for you, are for, are for good things, to be with you, to journey through with you. And, and it all starts by this, by saying yes to Jesus. And this morning, all I'm going to do is I'm going to pray a real simple prayer. And if, if you would like to say yes to Jesus, just repeat this prayer just silently in your heart after me. Just pray this. Pray, dear God, today I say yes to you. Lord, would you come into my heart and make me brand new? Lord, forgive me of my sin. I thank you today that you paid my debt through what Jesus did on the cross for me. And today, I look forward to tomorrow living my life for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Every eye is still closed. If that was you this morning, if you said yes to Jesus, not going to call you out, not going to embarrass you with anything like that. All I'm going to do is I'm going to count to three. And if you said yes to Jesus, really meant it in your heart, just all I want you to do is on three is to slip your hand up and down so our team I can pray for you and help you on this journey right now it's a faith step be bold be courageous this morning one two three come on lift your hand right now see those hands there see the hands at the back see the hands on the side hallelujah Father